So not to like talk about the weather, but have you noticed that two years in a row now, <laughs> as soon as Labor Day hit, there has been a drop off and it's become not fall per se, but it was, fall like it was fall ish today. It was. And this happened last year, too. It's really weird. I, I mean, just a coincidence. I, I, I didn't even remember last year. I remember feeling that way last year. And so when it happened again, uh, I'm really in tune with nature. <laughs> <laughs> see this thing on twitter a bot wrote this obituary and i'm losing my mind a bot wrote an obituary yeah let me hear it oh my god how do wait but how did they even write it and why did they do that i actually don't. who died <laughs> i actually don't think a bot wrote this i think somebody very funny wrote this and if it is a bot that wrote this this bot should be in comedy I oh mean, okay comedy bot so it says bot obituary. Here's what it looks like. Oh, is it about a bot? No. No, but but the picture of the woman is all <laughs> fucked up. Okay, ready for this? Yeah. Brenda Tent retired from living at the age of old, surrounded by family and natural causes. <laughs> Actually, I bet this is a bot. I bet this is a bot. A librarian from birth. Brenda was an avid collector of dust. She, she, she had a sweetheart and married her high school. She, she loved having hobbies and helping her sons to be disadvantaged youths. I I feel like I know what this is. I think this has been got, put through Google Translate. Oh, okay. Twice. She had no horses, but thought she did. <laughs> <laughs> the church gave her a choir because she sang like bird and looked like bird. And Brenda was a bird. <laughs> <laughs> she owed us so many poems. <laughs> the funeral will be held in 19 <laughs> <laughs> The funeral will be held in 19 I'm sorry. The funeral will be held in 1977 at heaven. <laughs> in lieu of flowers, send Brenda more life. Okay, I don't think that was a bot. Uh, I think that was I a mean, funny person. So maybe they wrote something funny and put it in Google Translate back and forth. Maybe. If I die first, will you write my obit? Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if I could ever live up to this. <laughs> I'll try, though. Do Can I write it in this style? Yes, because I make it go viral. Okay. You know? All right. I want them to remember me okay. for a few minutes. All right. I mean, maybe you should tell me something dramatic that I could reveal to make it go mm. viral. Think about it. Put it in an envelope and like seal it or something like that. You know. And you uh, okay? I'll put it in a safe it. deposit box. Okay. Oh right. my god! What am I gonna say? I don't know. I guess it's it'll it's gonna have to wait. I'm gonna write something where you're gonna sob. Okay. And then you'll feel haunted by me. Okay. <laughs> me specifically. <laughs> well, you're reading the letter. Okay. Yeah. That's you know. True. And then you're gonna put it in bot terms. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of bios, I just want to play you this bio, then we can back up and watch the whole thing. Okay. But. I'm Demi Lovato, singer, activist, and UFO experiencer. <laughs> so, that's, that's UFO their experiencer. bio. I mean, singer activist is also absurd. I think. Activist? I mean, Jamila Jamil fell into that trap, and then she's 
change activists out. Of- Which she discussed on Demi Lovato's podcast. I guess Demi isn't there yet. They weren't listening. They, they weren't, weren't listening. No, they, they were just laughing. I do that sometimes. Um, with me. Well, it's I trail off. It's hard to keep on task all the time. When you're high. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. The point. Even yeah. when you're not, though. Right. But still. I had this crazy experience that happened to me in Joshua Tree. So. Okay. Time's out. I also had a crazy experience right. that happened to me at Joshua Tree. This is the show for you. I, I Have you ever been to the Integratron? No. You would love it. Yeah. I I don't think I don't know if I hallucinated, but it's with sound bowls and it's like the mm. way that it's built mm-hmm. is like it's kind of like a mini, like a very mini Grand Central Station, the way that like the sound the acoustics work with the shape of the dome. Like so if you're in one part of the room and you whisper, someone in the center can't hear it. But if you're on the exact opposite side, you can hear the whisper. Weird. And then the other thing is like when you are in the center and you talk, it sounds so weird. And then you do a sound bath and then it's like wild and it like really affects different parts of your body. And there are like certain things that they'll be like, okay, this one will affect your root chakra. And it'll be like, bing, like it really will. So I did the sound bath and I went to another dimension. Okay. And it was fucking, at Joshua Tree. Yeah. And it was, okay. But the, no UFOs though. No, but that was a place where UFOs were that they have a whole museum in the downstairs part of it. And, and aliens had apparently been there and they apparently. landed there. And there was like some person who knew and there was like a, he was hiding in a rock because the government was trying to get him. They have all these Sounds newspaper articles right. up. It's <laughs> great. But I traveled to another dimension. Like, I guess I hallucinated yeah. or something. <laughs> it, it like was just shaking my brain just enough. Mm-hmm. But it was so cool. Like, cause well, what was the dimension like? It was like, uh, it's, it was kind of like everything was just lava. Okay. Uh-huh. And everything in front of, I wasn't even a being. Right. I was just existing in it. Yeah. And it was like lava. And then it changed to another one. And it was just like light beams like that and then another one was just like moss yeah and i wasn't like it i wasn't like a i wasn't like walking in it i was just like a part of it and right. in it and like yeah but it was awesome i i see textures too especially after i had my life-changing trip last <laughs> year now when i like close my eyes to meditate my like my my black wall will kind of swirl a little yeah. bit, you know, or like sometimes it like breaks up into pixels. Cool. Yeah. It's, I like that. it's a weird like shadow of this altered mind state that I was in. It's kind of a flashback, I guess. I guess. Yeah. Or it just is, it triggers you to, to put your mind back in that space. Yeah. And then last night I saw like this funnel in front of me, like when I was like really deep into it, because like, Part of like, because I was just like to try to like totally let go. But then part of letting go, part of that process is thinking like when I do let go, being like, I just did it. You know what I mean? And then that starts another conversation. I so it's about like quieting know exactly that. what you mean. And then but when I was deep into it, when I was stopped, when I stopped being self-conscious about it and just did it, um, I saw this like weird, like black, almost like little tornado in front of me that was like kind of moving with my head you know it was like attached uh-huh. uh that's that's cool what i saw that's, <laughs> that's cool though was it like did it 
feel kind of like powerful on you yeah it definitely like felt like a force you know that's cool do you were you like was your head like this kind of a little bit kind of a little that's bit cool. like i yeah i kind of was like bobbing with it whatever but we we're still oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 kind of moved in like these weird ways that a plane wouldn't move my goal is to find out what really happened that times i <laughs> Just the setup shot of their interview is so visually weird. The whole thing is weird. Their hair is very short and like very black, but then there's a big black square right. in the background. Yes. So actually it looks, looks like... kind of like like they have hair like like kind of kid in play, but sideways, you know? What was that? Was that play or kid? Uh it was kid. Okay. And uh <laughs> They remind me of the letter person, Mr. H, the blow up letter person from kindergarten. Maybe Mr. H is non-binary. What would Mr. H be called now? Just H? Yeah, just H. Okay, let's watch this thing. Okay. Lovato, singer, activist, and UFO experiencer. I'm hitting the road with my best friend, Matthew, and my sister, Dallas. Say hi to Night Vision. Hi, Night Vision. <laughs> To this friend, by the way, was. Did you end up watching the documentary? I did. I okay, did. so you noticed you recognize the friend, yeah, and how he calls their Grammy performance like one of the best of all time. Yes, yes. With that flop yes. that they did about. I know. I didn't even know about it. I mean, I remember when it happened, and I remember Demi having to take it over again. What is that? Oh my goodness! Wait, this is so grossy. <laughs> that was new. That was. Did you see that? That was the rock, cherry rock we went to. Oh, really? Yeah. Goodbye. Oh, crazy. No, that one. Oh, wow. Holy shit. We were right there, right? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. That's awesome. For us to reach out. Can you at least say hello to Demi? <gasps> wow. I'm so excited. I have a feeling it wasn't an alien thing. I don't. Demi. I don't think so. I, it was probably like a little girl or <laughs> someone's dog. Right. Makes sense that they would feature Chimney Rock because they are from New Mexico. Yes. Guess who else weirdly is from New Mexico? Well, I know. Demi Moore? Yeah. Yeah, two Demis. Yeah. <laughs> Except, isn't it? Demi and Demi. Demi. Yeah, exactly. But what does uh, Demi Lovato's, is, what's that short for? Because I know that Demi Moore is a short for Demetria or something, Demetrius or Demetria. I think... Demi Lovato is Demetria as well. Oh, really? Yeah. Demetria Devon Lovato. Demetria Devon Lovato. Devon Lovato. That's kind of a flipping of the consonant sound, like like half rhyme. Devon Lovato. Yeah, almost. Oh, do you want to talk about New Mexico? I do want to talk about New Mexico. Okay. We, so we went to New Mexico. We went to our friend Katie's wedding. Shout out Katie and Taylor. Right. The wedding weekend corresponded with, is that right? Nope. Corresponded. Seems like you're saying a proper sentence. Okay. The, <laughs> it's hard to coincided? tell. Coincided? Coincided. The wedding weekend coincided. <laughs> corresponded. Wait, but it would corresponded. Would, it could, depending it on the, could the context. Yeah. Um, anyway. Unless you're talking about it writing. No. no. So anyway, <laughs> the, the wedding weekend coincided with the burning of Zozobra, which I is, think they, I think they said it's Zo 
Zozobra, I think Zozobra. The, the accent was on the middle, I think. I don't know. Because Zoz- yeah, I'm inclined no, was, to say... It was Zozobra. I yeah. kept calling it Zozobra. Zozobra, right. But it's Zozobra. Right. Uh, it's this annual thing they do in Santa Fe every year. I'd never heard of it until this wedding. And they build this giant, weird, scary man, kind of a demon, sort of. Is he a demon? What is he? Is he a he? He honestly seemed like an ostracized person, and I was never fully confident that he wasn't being unfairly ostracized. I didn't know like the well, they lore burn that got this him guy. They burn him. He's huge. It's like they're Burning Man, basically, like where everyone like kind of like releases bad vibes, but it's like held in like a high school football, baseball, baseball stadium, and it it has a lot of kids. A lot of parents. Yeah. But everyone is vibing. Right. There was an 80s theme. There was an 80s theme. So Zozobra was wearing a Michael Jackson uh, thriller jacket. And and then there all these children <laughs> yeah. came out to perform like dancing. They were but kids, right? There were, there were people shuttling on and off the stage quite a bit. And sometimes it was like, what are they doing? Like you really had to pay attention. Well, this was airing live. It was airing live on, on TV, so there was a program. Yeah, I mean, it was airing live like on uh, ABC Seven News. Right. Like, it, like for that whole hour or whatever it was, two hours. I, I bet I could get that. Oh, we should yeah. try to get it. Yeah, I could. I'm that sure. That guy, that weird guy, that was the host. He was horrible. The MC was so awful. So it was live TV, so there'd be commercial breaks, and we didn't realize that. And then we were like, "Why is it so weird right now?" And then he would try to work up the crowd. He couldn't do it. He sucked at working up the crowd. People didn't like respond to his call and responses. People kind of cheered sometimes. I've been noticing that a lot because I, I, I'll tell you about this if you want to hear just a brief tangent. I'll tell about you. I'll, I'll return to it later. But I went to a taping of the Drew Barrymore show. <gasps> And you the crowd, I know. I because I, I was like, oh, I'll tell her on the podcast, and then I forgot to. Okay, all right. Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, that crowd was really unenthusiastic. Hmm. Like the, and it was actually Joey Cola who worked at the Rosie O'Donnell show to hype up the crowd. And he couldn't do it? Also, like his jokes were about how bloated he was. And like there was literally a joke that was like, I took a Milano cookie and I scooped it in Nutella. And that was the joke. And you knew that was the joke because he said, Look, I'm the comedian and, and I'm all you can afford. So these are the jokes. And it was like, okay, I mean, that really wasn't that high of a hitter. He must not be making that much money. He was happy. He seemed very happy to have the work. He, <laughs> pres- he, he presented Drew with a koosh ball from the Rosie, Rosie O'Donnell show. Okay. I always wanted one of those. Yeah. I, I had a Do they still have? I never had one. I think they changed the formula. The, the original formula were these tiny little rubber and bands. It was, and it felt was so wild. good. It, it was, was just the, talk about satisfying. I know. When you like would rub your hand on touch it, touch it, and throw it back every and forth. time. I would go to like Toys R Us or like some kind of toy store or like yeah. Spencer's or whatever, and they had like a bin of those. Box, I would just yeah. like, touch them. Yeah. Well, something's here. But we were, we were talking about Zozobra. 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 Yes. <laughs> the history of Zozobra. Some guy, Will Schuster, was mm. a famous artist, and he moved to Santa Fe. I guess Santa Fe, like, and Taos or whatever had, like, some cool, like, art scenes. And it's like the third this, the third biggest art market in the country. 
That's Santa wild. Fe. I know. Because a lot of the art that I saw in the windows was disgusting. Well, it was, it's very strange. I don't know like what constitutes art. Does native stuff, does like a, like a doll that you buy at a, um, store does that constitute art as well it could i mean it arguably should but uh i don't know so will schuster developed this guy in the 1920s when he moved to santa fe and he his first creation burned in his backyard in 1994 and i'm sorry in 1924 as a six-foot effigy and over the years Zobra has grown to a towering 50-foot marionette Mm. So it's a giant marionette puppet. And actually the eyes blink. And when I say blink, not the eyelids, but they have like lights in the pupils and they blink. Well, and they also shift. So, and so the, that was... And the arms go up and down like and, this. And he, the, he, he had a voice. He was doing the shocker. Yes, he was doing the shocker. <laughs> but he also had a voice and was like, ooh. Like, yeah, when he was, ooh. when he, they were burning him, he was moaning and it was like kind of sexual. Yeah, kind and of sexual and kind of sad. It was sexual. Yeah, exactly. Because it, but it all, it was building. Right. It was built. So that was the sexual part of it was that it was like building in, in intensity without really, you know, well, it wasn't screaming ever. No. It was just like a lot it was more like moaning. A low boil of torture. Lots of low moaning. And because the character seemed confused, I felt bad for him. You know, well, I didn't understand why. Yes, like I don't, I didn't get that. Like, yeah, what, what about him in particular? I mean, it's like a Frankenstein type of thing. But the whole thing about Frankenstein is they were mean to Frankenstein. They were, they were. That's what it felt like. And you know? he was a man-made creation. Edward Scissorhands. I mean, yes. I, he seems to be of this genre of. You're right. Outcast. You're right. You know? Yeah, like a gentle giant. Totally. Yeah. So, oh my god. So that was a little. We burned bit. him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So he's made of wood wire, cotton cloth, and stuffed with hundreds of bags of shredded paper. Okay. Which apparently are the people's um, woes of the year. Yes, right, right, right. right. And so you're supposed to like burn the woes. Anyway, the like mythology about him, which like, I mean, I don't think like that artist really like meant for it to have take on this sort of like anthropomorphized like puppet situation i think it was just symbolism before and now it has like a generic an origin story yeah so zobra is a dark and eerie character part ghost and part monster since those early days how does that work part ghost and part monster it's a dead monster well i have i came i have a revelation that happened to me but i'll tell you okay once we get to the performance families and friends new and old have annually made their way to fort marcy park a few blocks from the historic Santa Fe Plaza to view this one-of-a-kind Labor Day Friday pageant. The Kiwanis Club of Santa Fe, which I never figured out what that was. Me neither, and I wonder about them. (laughs) Because they were taking uh, donations, and this whole thing was supposed to be a fundraiser. These old clubs, you always have to wonder, are they racist or are they homophobic? Oh, okay. Is it for blind people? Since 1987, the organization also accepts women as members. Okay. (laughs) Wait, this is serving the children of the world. Okay. Yes, serving children. That's all right. What does that mean? What does that mean? Have they had controversies? Kiwanis is a global global organization of volunteers dedicated to improving the world one child and one community at a time. Could mean missionaries. Yeah. Well, do you... Kiwanis will be a positive influence in communities worldwide so that one day children will wake up in communities they believe in nurture them and provide the support they need to dr- to thrive 
Okay. Service What's the science at, there? Service is at the heart of every Kiwanis club, no matter where in the world it's located. To cooperate in creating and maintaining that sound public opinion and high idealism, which make possible the increase of righteousness, justice, patriotism, yeah. and goodwill. This sounds like it's a um, blah, blah, Protestant blah. version of the Knights of Columbus. Right. That's what it is. Knights of Columbus is like, they have like chapters and it's a fraternal order right. of Catholic men. And homophobic, though, no? Knights of Columbus are absolutely anti-LGBT. Well, I'm sure they would be because they're Catholic. Catholic, right, of course. The Knights spent at least $6.5 trying to stop marriage equality. Wow. Why not feed hungry people? Exactly. At least one Knights leader at the college level was asked to resign because of their same-gender relationship. And an investigative reporting from the National Catholic Reporter has shown the Knights continue to fund pseudoscientific institutes and right-wing Catholic media outlets, both of which target LGBTQ rights. Pseudoscientific institutes, I'm assuming, are uh, convergent therapy places. But Zozobra. So Zozobra financially benefits the Kiwanis Club, and then they also raise money outside of that. And it's a huge party in the park. I mean, huge for, I'm sure, Santa Fe. Yeah, it looked like a concert. Yeah. And there was there was like an 80s theme. Everything was, they didn't have the, like the rights because they were airing this on TV to like play the Michael Jackson version. Okay, that's, of that makes sense. Yes, Thriller and, and Ghostbusters. Because they, that's the only time they brought in a live band. Yes. And because before, everything else was, was just DJing. Yeah, and they played, you know, 80s songs, including my favorite was dance magic dance from labyrinth which was not and it was like the rest of it was very kind of like obvious like walk like an egyptian <laughs> I, I loved that they played that as we were walking in and i was like yeah <laughs> this is a cool party that's the one where where um david Bowie like pushes his nose with his finger yeah. it's like dance move so there's a whole interpretive dance thing between zombies zombies come out but then ghostbusters so much come dancing. out so much dancing and just you don't know what's going on because mm-hmm. it's basically like ballet they're playing it's the like ghostbusters dance it's like the part you get up and leave during the oscars let's go to the bathroom they're playing the ghostbusters theme this this band this high school <laughs> marching band it sounds like <laughs> a really long version of it too and uh the ghostbusters and zombies are facing off Oh, like, I didn't realize that. Yeah, the Ghostbusters were lined up at the at the rim of the stage. Oh, I didn't realize it was a. I didn't realize there was like a narrative. Well, there was a narrative insofar as there was a confrontation with the Ghostbusters and zombies that soon kind of fizzled out. And I think because zombies are the opposite of ghosts, bodies without a soul, whereas right. ghosts are soul without a body. Yeah. There you go. That's that is a revelation. That's was, so good. I was so happy about they it. I wrote it down. That, I wrote it down at Zozobra in my pot psychology notes. I was like, <laughs> I have to share this information. <laughs> Stop the press. I recorded the girl doing the national anthem. She's it's young. So high you might school not girl. She's 17. Drag her. It was a rough thing. It was rough. But they, the, the first fireworks came out during... The national anthem. Yeah. When the rockets red blare. When the rockets. What is it? When the rockets it's red, red glare, glare. And they shot out red three red <laughs> fireworks, yes. and it freaked me Can out. You scream. Okay. So what was what was next? 
So then it's the Ghostbusters and zombies face off. Okay. Oh, then then Ben. all of a sudden there's these coffins that are there. Okay. All of a sudden I noticed because they put the lights on them that there are these wooden coffins, you know, in a coffin shape, but it's like pine wood. And I sort of noticed them. I was like, oh, there's coffins. Then later, I think they were children. Children zombies emerged (laughs) from the coffins. Right, right. So this was like over an hour into (sighs) this thing had started and the coffins apparently had been there the entire time. And I don't think that there is a way for them to not for for them to like have like a fake bottom you know they were in the coffin they were were just like sitting there and waiting for their cue (laughs) god could you imagine no but i guess the things people do for zozobra 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 (laughs) (laughs) but then so the ghostbusters and zombies just give up basically no there's like literally no traction in setting this thing on fire yes and a sexy woman comes out a flame Yes. She it, she's dressed in a full cat suit, orange like when I say cat suit I mean like full body suit, like right. gloves, feet, everything. It's all like a tight body suit thing. Yeah. Yeah. And with a huge hat that's right. like has kind of supposed to look like a flame. Yes, but the the hat is almost like gray paper yeah, it's streamers, a lot of streamers kind of like like, like yeah, head. flames like it's like different colors. Which you Please. think would like on catch on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which you think you would would catch on fire at some point, and in fact, that was part of the suspense. Will this person catch on I fire as she's so. dealing I with fire? I thought so. I thought that the Ghostbusters, because they actually oh, like right. they shot, had proton packs, yeah, yeah, and then they like shot gas at flame, yeah, and so there was it looked <laughs> like they were shooting fire, and then there were these kind of big fires that were sitting there, right? Yes. And that was I. Anything could have gone wrong. Wrong I mean, up there. What if someone fell over and their fucking tank of gas like rolled in the thing? Like there are just a million things. Could I cannot believe they've been putting this thing on for it off. decades. I never heard of a tragic Zozobra. Well, we we actually have also haven't asked. That's true. Yeah, no one died. Yeah, so they're they pulled oh, it off. You know who did die in two thousand eight? Who? Harold Gaines a longtime Santa Fe resident who was the moaning voice of Zozobra for 40 years. Wow. <laughs> he died in 2008, so who's been doing it since? Yeah. I wonder if, like, that was the golden era. I wonder if he has a golden voice. What was his moan like? Right. How was the experience different? So. Oh, my God, there's multiple stories about this guy. He died at 85. Wow. Headlines, longtime voice of Zozobra dies at 85. So, yeah. So what what were you going to say happened next? Not much for like 15 oh minutes. Oh, my God. She's that woman was dancing on stage by stairs. herself. Super freak. They switched the song to. She was on that stage for so long by herself. Like it was her show. She was the star. Like that's what it felt like, right? She definitely was milking it. Mm. And she's but she's got the fire. And she keeps She's like edging. Yeah, exactly. It was a total edging performance. Yeah. Like, I'm going to lay it. No, not. Yeah. We're like walking up the stairs, now I'm lay walking it. down the stairs. Sight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was and it was like, OK, I guess that's cute if you're into that. But I wasn't. And I just was like, light the fucking thing. That me fire. too. I was like, come on, burn it. I mean, that's probably part of the point. I guess. But no one was 
vocalizing that. Yeah. Like it wasn't like a fun thing like right. and I like there were a couple of times when I did yell that. Yeah. And then it wasn't like welcome by anyone. There was like a couple that had bicycles that were standing in front of us and they turned around and looked at me like <laughs> Like I was ruining it for them, ruining this like violent, burning weird thing man. they do. Yeah. <laughs> so finally, the way that Zobra does finally Zozobra, Zobra, Zozobra, Zozobra does ignite is via fireworks. Like they kind of shoot out from him, right? Yes. No, from the inside. He yeah, starts yeah. burning from the inside. Right. And the fireworks are kind of shooting out of him, yeah. right? Yeah. So he's bas- it's basically this huge fire hazard they build over like an arsenal of fireworks. Yes. Because then because they have this firework display later. It's like nothing you've ever seen before. I mean, it went on for an hour, right? I mean it was it, like an I, hour. It was at least a half an hour. No, of it was more than that. Extremely intense because fireworks. Because we stayed for a lot of intense fireworks and when we left and we were walking slow and then we got a rickshaw that wasn't even like an electric rickshaw. So he was like really just using his own power to pedal us uh-huh. so it was very slow uh-huh. they were going the entire time yeah until we we can hear it and see it until yeah. we got back to our car that was well over that was like well over 45 minutes okay it was a very long fireworks display the longest i've ever seen so the thing and, ended at and, 9 and 20 because like usually long fireworks displays you're like building up to it and you get some kind of like eh, what? No, this, was this was crazy just like the whole time yeah. yeah it was it was there were no like breaks where they're just like Look, it's a star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah a shooting star. Right. Yeah. No. And it'd be it like, like multiple, bam, 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 multiple bam, bam, bam. layers and textures and like <laughs> flames flying everywhere. And it was really like couldn't take my eyes off of it. You know, I could not communicate with anybody. It was during awesome. That time. It was awesome. Oh, one thing I wanted to. Oh, okay. Well, you said she represented a flame. I was thinking that that dancing woman was very much like Zool. Yes. I had such Zool vibes from no, sexy Zool, not dog Zool. Female Zool. Yeah. Like Sigourney Weaver, you mean? Or yeah. like, okay, but she wasn't Zool. Zool's the dog? I thought she was Zool. Doesn't she say she, specifically that she's Zool? Does she? I thought she wanted to fuck Zool. Yeah, she's possessed by the spirit of Zool. She's Zool? Yeah. So she's who's she Zool. asking for? There is no Dana. There is only Zool. So. I thought that one was she had was Zool. Zool vibes. She yes. was Zool. She was she Zool. Was sexy. Zool is a Zool sexy. Yeah. As Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. And has like a kind of flowy, flamey outfit on. Totally. Yeah. You're right. And the Ghostbusters had just left because they fucked up with the zombies. Yeah. And then Zool took over. Zool took over. I wanted to talk about September 11th. Okay. I gotta say that again. Okay. I don't want to laugh when I say it. Oh, can I, I say? Actually, okay. what? 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 Speaking of irreverence, okay. I listened to when I was driving around New Mexico. I listened to an Electro Clash playlist, okay. And, and Frank Sinatra by Miss Kitten and the Hacker came on. Uh huh. Do you remember that song? Play it because I okay. know that I it's, will because I recognize that. I totally forgot. <laughs> the, I think about this song that was just like actually like I thought of us. Okay. When, okay. <laughs> Dead and straight. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> oh my god. We Ed Asner. We have to talk about Ed Asner. <laughs> okay, we didn't? We did not, because it was when we were away. Wow. Yeah, he died right before we um, left for New Mexico. But we had just talked about him. We, I know, Again. and so he's part of the curse. curse. <laughs> Who else died that we talked about? Tawny Katane. Wilford Brimley. Wilford Brimley. Who else? There was other people. Oh my God, there were other people. Tracy Wagaman. Tracy Wagaman. Well, Wilford Brimley. I'm mean, no, I'm sorry. Ed Asner. Yes. Ed Asner was a great guy. He had a child with autism and a grandchild with autism. And so he devoted, you know, a lot of his life and charity work to, well, he used to actually be involved with Autism Speaks in the very beginning, but then wasn't. Okay. See our music review if you want to. Music, the movie. Yes. Uh, But I mean, also maybe just Google Autism Speaks if you want to know about that yeah we the controversy yeah, yeah. we're probably not the best ones they're to not explain experts it. no we're, not, we're just hi heard about it <laughs> <laughs> and his spinoff which i forget that what the name of it was but it was a spinoff from the mary tyler moore show mm-hmm. was a very highly rated and well-reviewed but it got canceled because of his outspoken liberal political beliefs in the 70s yeah he was a real ally. Lou Grant. Lou Grant. Hour-long drama. Well, it did air from 1977 to 82. I mean... I, I know, but it should. It was one of those things where it probably should have went on for like nine years, you know? Yeah. He voiced opposition to the U.S. government policy in Central America and worked closely with medical aid for El Salvador. He uh, is a bit of a 9-11 truther. Okay, what does he believe? He voiced qualified support for some 9-11 conspiracy theories. In 2004, he signed a statement released by the conspiracy theorist organization 9-11 Truth that included a call for a new investigation into some elements of the September 11th attacks that he questioned. But isn't that stuff true? Like the way that the metal melted and stuff that it like there's... Believe it. Well, I thought that that was actually true. I'm not going to like invest my life into... I thought that there were questions about 9/11 and it is shady. So The reason why the reason why people don't trust it is because of the way we went into war with Iraq yes. for no fucking reason. Right. They weren't even involved in any of it. Yeah. And it was totally about making money and getting oil and selling arms contracts and, you know, that kind of stuff. But also that really ha- that shit really happened. Well, that shit really happened. Yeah. I don't think that 911 yeah, truthers but people think that, that it was an inside job. Yes, but also that there were bombs inside the building. Yeah, because of the way it fell and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, I just that. I don't believe that at all. There were these people on the daily because okay. they were talking about September 11th and so they decided to talk about loose change and how it like birthed this whole like conspiracy theorist wave. Of people, but that, there's such a difference between 9/11 truthers and QAnon. I know, but it goes there. There's a gradient, you I, know. Well, I, I don't know. Has gone one conspiracy theory opened the door for other conspiracy theories yeah. that seem true? Because then it was like Obama's birth certificate was like the next one. But that that had nothing. There, there's a difference between. Um. Well, in, in the book, okay. So in the book, a lot of people are talking about this. 
I've actually never seen Loose Change. I kind of want to see it now. Have you? No. Do you remember when Charlie Sheen originally narrated it or narrated a version because they put out like several different versions of it? No. Um, they keep they kept increasing the production value. I don't know what it is. Loose Change. It's yeah. like the documentary about the because like there were nine eleven truthers. Yeah, oh, there yeah. were nine eleven truthers before this, before Loose Change, because it came out like a, wh- a while ago. I was living in my old condo. I hadn't met Dan yet or anything. But they were all like shitty, like the docs that they made. They were like super lo-fi. It was just like sort of like uh, it wasn't um, evolved at all. And then it started getting like production value and like people were interested in like Joe Rogan bought into it. Yeah, right. And Charlie Sheen ended up like doing the VO for it. And then he like changed his mind and he had it all pulled. Okay. So there's a version out there where Charlie Sheen narrates. I'm pretty sure. But anyway, yeah. So, but there, I think there is a difference between people who notice something weird, start asking questions, attempt to go through some kind of like scientific method. And this is the line that yeah. that Nancy Rosenblum and Russell Muirhead, who wrote, a lot of people are saying the new conspiracism and the assault on democracy. This, that's the, where they draw the line. Versus Pizzagate, which has no factual basis at all. There's no science to build from there. That's you believed a lie and then you get wrapped up in the lie. Mm -hmm. Whereas like old school conspiracy theorists as off base and out there as they might be adhere to this kind of methodology that at least feels human. Directing the moon. Exactly. The moon landing. Yes. They have they have explanations behind it or like like how it could be possible because this thing happened at this point. Exactly. Blah, blah, blah. And there is weirdness attached to it it's as there not, is for it's everything. It's not an interpretation of, of quotes. Exactly. That are coded. That could have like come out of anywhere. Yeah. And that could very well be, you know, be being driven by someone who's taking everybody for a ride. Yeah. So that's where they draw the line with conspiracists. So all I'm saying and is Asner that... And Asner was one, as Rich is. I'm not a conspiracist <laughs> or a conspiracy theorist, but, but 9-11... I do want to lose change. Nine, yeah, sure. 9-11 truthers are like the least of my worries, I would say. Well, on the Daily, when they were interviewed, um, they do believe that the election was stolen. Okay, okay. Well, I don't then I don't know them. My 9-11 truthers are like way cooler. Will, They're just asking questions. This is one of the guy that was one of the guys that was working on loose change because he got into loose change and then he joined the loose change team and then he started like producing like subsequent uh iterations of it. And then the ma- original guy, after like I don't know how many they did, seven or something, he backed out. But I just read this sentence and it did make me think. Okay. In 2011, Asner hosted the Architects and Engineers for 9-11 Truth documentary on the collapse of Seven World Trade, which endorsed the unsupported fringe theory that the building was taken down by controlled demolition. Yeah. Okay, so that was my dad's building that he was working in at the time that he, you know, escaped. It fell later in the day. It doesn't seem like it would have been missiles. Are they saying that there were bombs in there? Yeah, it's something about the way that it fell I don't know. Let's look, look it up. I want to see. I'm I mean, interested now. Well, now we're going to go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. All right. And you know what? I, well, you know what I would like to address on this show okay. at some point? Okay. Elliot Smith's death. Right. Okay. Coming up. 
Yeah. <laughs> because I don't think he killed himself. Well, it's it always seemed really confusing. It never made sense that someone would can kill themselves by stabbing themselves in the heart well, and leaving a real vague message. If anybody was going to do that, it was he Elliot He had defensive Smith. wounds, though. Well, you know, let's look into this and talk about we, it. Yeah, we will. That's We're going down that rabbit hole later. Yeah. I mean, it's weird no matter how you slice it. Yeah. No pun intended. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's a good pun, though. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's probably so, enough. But I just can I just say a little bit about September 11th because oh I oh my went, god yes I went to the September 11th memorial and museum, which I'd never been to in all these years. Have you, you have you been to the museum? Yes. Oh, because you went to the cafe, which was yes. not open. Okay, it, you did not miss anything. Uh, well, it was really. I did think that the building was very cool. Yeah, yeah. And we got to like listen to an audio tour and that that's Robert weird. De Niro. Uh, narrate. Yeah. And How long? It's great because it's just like a minute when you go up to one thing, and then if you choose to listen to a minute about the next thing, it's just uh-huh. everything had its own small recording, so okay. you don't have to like you know go through a bunch of crap. Yeah. I really liked it. Una was very interested in it. I feel like she has the kind of interest in September 11th now that I did with Titanic. Okay. I had like a weird morbid. Okay. Fascination with right, Titanic right, right, when right, I was right. younger, way yeah. before the movie. Right. And I, I, I'm assuming that James Cameron also had that kind of fascination with it. Just like all those people dying, like just I don't know. There's something about it. And it was like vintage. That's how I feel. That that's how I feel about the early days of AIDS. Okay. See. Yeah. yeah. There's just like a fascination with it. Yeah. So I went to the gift shop. Mm-hmm. I was. I wanted to, I honestly, I went for the gift shop. I paid the admissions. I really wanted to just go to the gift shop. Right. I wanted to see what that was about. Yeah. And, and it didn't disappoint. Oh my God. I was praying that they would have a Christmas ornament. Cause sometimes you go somewhere and they don't have a Christmas ornament. Right. And not only did they have a Christmas ornament, they had like eight different Christmas ornaments to choose from. <laughs> I didn't like the fact that they, none of them, they, they didn't have any 20 year commemorative yeah, you would Christmas think, ornaments. Right. Maybe they didn't make them yet or put Maybe, them out yet. Yeah. Which now I have to go back and get one, but um, probably order online. I guess I bought three ornaments because okay. I couldn't make my mind up okay. about which one I wanted. I will eventually give one of them away during like a Yankee swap at at the holidays, or maybe it's like a hostess gift or something. Okay. So <laughs> watch out for that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you'd be so lucky. Coming your way. You do you want to see what they look like? Yes. Okay. I can't imagine not. <laughs> I mean, I did see pictures, but I got to see them in person. Okay, so this one is the fancy, like kind of like uh, Neiman Marcus type of Christmas ornament. Okay. It's a glass. I feel glass. like I'm opening presents. <laughs> yeah, I like this one. It's glass and it and it has a glitter all over it, and it's like a glitter twin towers. <sighs> and then the back is flags. Glitter cr- flags. Cross flags. Yeah. Um, this is a good one. I, I do wish it were a ball, but I understand this style. They this had is a, a thing. The, yeah, that's a thing that like the, yeah. those are the ornaments they sell like Neiman's and yeah. it's like a type. Yeah. They did have a ball, but I didn't like it. I was like, what the hell is this? It was something called like the survivor's tree oh. or something. And it just didn't have any meaning for me, but they had a ton of like merch about the survivor's tree. So it okay. must be like, it must that's be a, a thing, thing for people. Um, and then they also had something that was the 2011 memorial chopper and it was a motorcycle and they had a lot of merch about it hmm. and i've never ever that. heard of that ever ever okay so i got one that's just a, the 9-11 memorial 
ornament yeah like shows a I memorial like that. that's pretty you know because i went to the memorial right you know and yes. i want to commemorate that i right. went to the memorial right but i like memorial is its own experience i liked this separate from 9-11 itself totally and i like but i liked the old-fashioned neiman marcus Twin ornament towers. because it was it was pretty and it's glittery but then, Which could have originated pre 9-11, you know, like that oh, just seems matter of factly yes. World Trade Center. They have a whole part of the uh, museum, a whole section of movie posters that feature the Twin Towers. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, I mean, I don't know if I saw it. it well, because it's a new exhibit. It's oh, okay. a new, it's just, it's just the day. It's really good. It walks you through every minute of the day. Oh, yeah, I, I did see that. But yes. then you go into that and it's like this whole it's like they show the today show i love that yes but this was just all the the twin towers in culture yeah like it's cultural influence yeah and it's like working girl it's all movies i love yeah that's right working girl new york stories secret of my success oh so then i see this other ornament and i really wanted it just because it just seems like something i would have bought the year that the towers fell and it says remember September 11th, 2001. And it's the New York City skyline in front of an American flag. Yeah, it looks like a belt buckle. I love it. Like, I just, I think that is like on a Christmas tree. Right. You know? Right. But that might be the one I give as a gift to someone. It's kind of wild that it says remember and not never forget. Right? (laughs) I have to pee so bad. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Let's just say goodbye. Okay. Are we done now? Yes. We're done now. I have to pee. All right, I'll do the thing. Okay, uh, I'll talk about the Drew Barrymore show on the bonus. Oh, yeah, when you went. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more of this, you can go to patreon.com slash potpsychology. It's where we have uh, bonus episodes. And we also have our premium series, Wawoo, where we recap and watch old seasons of the real world. Right now we're on San Francisco, but you get access to all of the episodes we've done, including... Uh, New York, LA, and Homecoming, which is on Paramount Plus. No. Yes. Paramount Paramount Plus, yes. (laughs) Whatever. Bye.